We think that community management is really important. In most of our larger projects, we try to implement community management. Lifetime homes don't look like homes for elderly people. Hi there and welcome to a new series of the podcast No Stone Unturned from Savills. In this podcast we will talk about the trends and developments in Dutch real estate. From hotels to offices and from retail to logistics. I am Charlotte Harmsen and in this episode I'm going to talk about senior living. With more and more people aging, the demand for senior living will increase. But does the supply meet the demand? My guest of today is Wim Wensing, Chief Investment Officer at Amvest and Board Member at the IVBN, the Dutch Institute for Real Estate Investors. Welcome. Thank you. My first question is, when is a home considered a senior home? What is the, the difference with regular housing? Oh, well, that's a very good question. Well, at Amvest we distinguish uh, two types of uh, senior homes. Um, the first time, that's uh, a lifetime home. Um, and that's a home that is adapted for the elderly target group. Mm -hmm. That would mean that there are no steps up from the porch to the, uh, to, the, to, to the entrance of the home. There are no steps within the home. Uh, corridors are broader. The same is true for the bathroom. Uh, so that with a, a walker or wheelchair, you can make easy turns. And uh, the second type, that's the assisted living home. That's also a lifetime home, but with uh, additional services um, so that people uh, who are in need of mild he uh, health care, um, well, that we can help them, assist them and make life more comfortable. Yeah. So with and without services. Yeah. 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 And is there enough uh, of senior home and senior living in the Netherlands or is there a need to build more the coming years? Oh, yes, there's an absolutely need to build more. Yeah. Yeah. That's also part of the uh, of the building program uh, of the Dutch uh, Minister for Housing. housing yeah. And um, well, um, the plans are to develop uh, up to 900,000 new homes. And of that number, about 290,000 should be adapted for the elderly target group. And what are the the drivers um, that are causing this huge shortage, specifically for the elderly homes? Well, I would say that um, we have uh, the situation in the Netherlands that people uh, are becoming older mm -hmm. uh, and the elderly people are living longer. So um, the target group is growing really fast and it's very hard at, um, uh, to fulfill that demand. Do you think that there is a lot of people from that target group that might stay in their current home yeah. because there's no... There's yeah, no alternative. There's no alternative. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's fully right. And that's why at Anvest we think it's so important uh, to invest in this segment. Uh, then we can create th uh, throughput in the market and that me uh, people can really move on. And do you think that, yeah, th that the button sort of what you can turn? So if, 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 if we were to create more senior homes, would that create a better flow throughout the housing market? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. It's, um, it's sometimes said that um, uh, one, one movement uh, creates uh, three other movements. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, very much the case for senior housing because then you can really uh, have the case that um, 
young families yeah, can move to that uh, single family dwelling and yeah. and and, uh, and young people starters yeah, can move to that uh, or can really find their first time home and uh, ESG is of course a very important topic when it com- comes to real estate in general but I can imagine that having a senior living uh, fund or an allocation of uh, of your strategy to senior living is an important part of the S in is uh, in ESG yes of course we have uh, various funds we also have a living and care fund and in the regular funds but especially in the living and care fund we try to bring people together. Loneliness eh, is a very important topic eh, for the elderly people. There's much loneliness eh, among that target group. We try to bring people together. Um, We try to help people eh, to find uh, care facilities um, if they need it. Um, Yeah, we, We really want to do something more than just provide space. Yeah, just yeah. provide a roof over their yeah. heads. And yeah. if you say loneliness is a big uh, issue amongst elderly people, then is it a solution to build specific care homes? Or should senior liver, living really be a part of like a, a spatial planning of a, of a city to make sure that they're also in contact with different types of aging groups? That could be a solution. Um, I have an example. Uh, we are building... Uh, in Overhoeks, Amsterdam, a large a large building. It's called the Sphinx. And under one roof, we have regular apartments. I think around 80, I don't know the exact number. But also 57 uh, assisted living homes. Uh, and next to that, also care homes. So for people who are really in need of care. And we have a commercial space. And that commercial space, uh, we have um, child, child care. So we have all generations under one roof. And, um, well, that's very attractive for for that target group. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I know there's more examples of this in, in the Amsterdam market. Uh, out of the top of my head, I'm thinking of Alms, which is a development... Uh, uh, in Amsterdam as well, where you see that it's part of the concept, right? So uh, you have uh, sort of the elderly who could maybe babysit uh, the young children of the starter uh, uh, residents. And so it's sort of maybe someone a bit older can do the groceries for an elderly. Um, it's not really Dutch culture, is it? No, it's not in the culture, but I see it more and more. Do you think it will work in practice? Yes, we try to bring it in, uh, into practice uh, in a project in Rotterdam, but that's not a project for the elderly people. That's a that's a project for young people. If you uh, would like to live there, you have to sign a contract that y- you do something for the society in the neighborhood. Mm. So it's like a community contract. Yeah. And are people willing to sign that? Yes. Yes, they will. Yeah. I think it would be really great. Uh, you know, if you have more sort of developments like that, where it really sort of stimulates community building, right? Because I think in the Netherlands, we're quite individualistic, yeah. <laughs> which has advantages as well. But um, Well, we've, uh, we think that c- community management is really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, in most of our larger projects, and large project is uh, 200 homes and more, uh, we try to implement... Uh, community management. And how can a community manager improve sort of the adaptation of a concept like that? Well, 
community management is built around three cornerstones. Uh, the first cornerstone is an app, a digital tool. Um, so via the app, uh, uh, tenants can communicate with each other, with the property manager, but also with a community manager. And the second uh, cornerstone is the community space where people can actually meet, they can pick up uh, packages, uh, they can drink a cup of coffee, they can work there if they, if they like to. And we have the community manager in person. And the community manager in person is really organizing uh, activities for, for, for the tenants and for the community. It's not only the tenants, not only the, the tenants of the, of the homes, but also the commercial tenants in the neighborhood. So maybe, you know, if there's a restaurant on the ground floor, they do like a pub quiz night and the yes. tenants can come and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, is this app not too complicated for seniors? I can imagine, um, yeah, not every, uh, if I think of my parents, they're not uh, so tech savvy. Uh, are they able to join uh, the community if uh, the communication tool is through an app? No, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We 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 measure yeah, the adaptation rate. Yeah. And it's um, it's it's in most, if not all projects, it's far over ninety percent. And we have a lot of elderly people in our. Projects. Oh, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. yeah. So it's really user friendly. Uh, yeah. And um, out of the viewpoint of, uh, of Anves, but maybe also the investors that are uh, connected to the uh, IVBN, what do, would you say, how does an investor profit from uh, including a community manager into their, um, uh, their properties, yeah. into their strategy? Yeah, you could, you could think, well, huh, it costs money. <laughs> so yeah. uh, why, uh, why invest in that? But we think it's very important um, um, add, to add to that um, social uh, part uh, of the ESG strategy. Um, we think that it's very important to create a lively environment for our, uh, for our tenants. It's good for them, but finally it's also good for us uh, because people live longer, uh, live longer in our homes we have less turnover and less turnover also means uh, less um, less costs yeah less administration yeah so as an investor maybe in the long run but you also benefit uh, from investing in community management I think it would be very good when I asked my colleagues to send in questions for you. And uh, we are going to listen to the first one. My name is Pim Guy. I'm an associate director in the valuation team. My inquiry for Mr. Wensing is a personal one. When you would reach a certain age that you would need more care, which of the dwellings in the living and care fund would have your preference and would make you a happy retiree? Oh, well, that's a very good question. To be honest, most of the homes in our living and care fund are care homes. So I hope not to move to such a care home uh, too soon. But we are also investing in, uh, in assisted living uh, homes. And I would say that the home that I would like to live in is a home that we uh, start construction next week. Uh, that's in Huizen, the Trappenberg. Um, that are assisted living homes um, within the forest. Uh, 
um, in het gooi. Uh, with um, facilities not too nearby, but very reachable. Um, I think that I would like to live there. If I w- in a green environment. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice question of, uh, of Pim. Let's go to the next question. Hi, Pim. This is Bas Wilberts, Savills Investments. I'm really curious to learn what you think is needed or required in order to get, let's say, more sizable products of senior living and healthcare into the Dutch institutional market. Ah, Bas, uh, thank you for this question. Um, the answer is that investors are willing to invest in this asset class. And um, what we see now is that um, investors are indeed willing to do more and more investments in, uh, in, in living and care, not only in our living and care fund, but also uh, in the care funds of our uh, colleagues. And um, what I see already is that there are made much larger investments in, uh, in, uh, in healthcare projects. Um, in the Toppenberg in Huizen, we have a project of around 340 uh, homes. Um, in Soesterberg, we have a project, uh, I think, around 100 homes. And uh, in the Sphinx, in Overhoeks, um, it will also be around 200, uh, 200 units. So I think that the turning point is already there. Interesting. We have one final question for you. Hi, Wim. Let me first introduce myself. My name is Nisrin Awad and I work as a senior transaction and process consultant in the residential investments team of Savills. It's good to hear Anfis will be focusing more on senior living as the group of elderly people will only grow for the next years. My question to you today is, in addition to develop and build apartments for elderly, an active role can also be assigned to investors to stimulate that group to move to suitable housing. What is the opinion of Amfes with respect to this specific role in actively assisting aging tenants to move out of their relatively large apartments into smaller and more suitable apartments? Well, of course, it's very good yeah, if um, if we see if we see some movement in the market. Yeah? We discussed that already. Um, I think it will be very difficult in a Dutch environment uh, to really. Uh, force people uh, to move to uh, to new apartments. I think that the challenge for us um, as a developers, as investors, is to create such environments that people have a positive choice. And that's what's lacking uh, right now. So we have to um, we have to develop more for the elderly target group. Yeah, and other type of products, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Most people that are aging, um, I think of my parents and maybe friends of my parents. Uh, I hope he's not listening, my father, because he's not aging uh, in his uh, own mind. But um, they are afraid of moving from their home to a care home or an assisted living home or somewhat even remotely senior living because they have an image of that being like a huge... Uh, step back from where they're living now. Uh, it, it's scary. It's uh, you think of these old homes with uh, I don't know, you know, outdated furniture or in a in a. 
people don't have a positive uh, feeling about senior living. And I think if if there's other product, like, I mean, I think what you're describing, maybe projects where it's mixed uh, or uh, in a nice green environment, um, then the whole sort of sentiment towards moving uh, into assisted living might change. Yeah, but lifetime homes don't look like homes for elderly people. No. It are just homes that are adapted uh, for the elderly target group. Um, ideally, uh, that we have the amenities nearby within 500 meters so you can go on foot uh, to the supermarket. Um, that's also a home that is very uh, attractive for older people. Yeah, and I think... What might, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, if there's a shortage, right, of, of uh, lifetime homes or care homes and you have to move far away from the community that you're living in now, that might also form a threshold to um, um, move towards another home. Yeah, very much too. If yeah. you have your whole community and your yeah. friends and family yeah. in one city and the city does not have products... Uh, and you uh, and moving into senior living would mean moving to a completely different city. Um, yeah, with um, uh, loneliness being a t- an issue, I don't think that's helpful. No, this was the case for my parents. They had to move uh, up to 60 uh, kilometers uh, of their old home. Yeah. But how can we yeah, how can we solve that problem? We're co- probably not going to answer that in this podcast, <laughs> but um, well, it takes time. But it has to start with um, realizing that this is um, a problem. It's a challenge. Um, and developers and investors, but it starts with developers, I think we really have to create um, an, uh, a good environment, good buildings for this older target group that's growing really fast. And of course, Anvest is already working on this. You have a specific fund for it. I can imagine that, uh, of course, the people listening to this podcast might be competitors of you, but also you cannot do it alone, right? These targets, you cannot make it if other investors and developers are not joining in. So if you, if I could give you the, the opportunity to ask the investors and developers, international ones listening to this podcast... What would you, yeah? What would your question be or your uh, advice? The challenge is to create product. We have investors enough that are willing to invest in this in this in this sector. Mm-hmm. Product is the challenge. So you're asking the developers <laughs> to step in. Ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think is the th- the threshold there? Uh, Apart from co- construction costs uh, regulation and. Uh, <laughs> Interest rates, but uh, um, yeah, is there is this this market segment not known enough uh, in in residential d- development or uh, maybe it's not known enough. It's really hard. It has been really hard to create um, to have developments that are uh, profitable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also the case right now because of the high building cost. Um, however, I think it's important uh, to do so. Let's look a bit into the future, uh, Wim. Uh, what do you think the trends for the future will be and what are the opportunities when it comes to senior living? Well, I think there's a bright future ahead um, because uh, we, we discussed uh, demographics and uh, there would be uh, there's going to be a lot of need for new homes uh, in this sector. 
I think that a trend will be that we will create uh, living environments for elderly people, that we um, add additional services. Mm -hmm. uh, we discussed this community services, but it will also be healthcare services. Um, I think what is really important um, and challenge is to lower the healthcare costs. And I think if we can really invest in good living environments, uh, that could go hand in hand. And uh, how many, because you say <laughs> the need for housing is, is, is large, how many uh, units uh, are we talking about in the Netherlands? The case for new construction eh, is that we need 290,000 eh, out of the 900,000 units adapted. Of, uh, that's on, uh, almost a third. Yeah, that's that's almost a third. But that's not enough. We also have to adapt older buildings and make them lifetime homes. Um, and I think that's half a million at least. Do we really need that much uh, extra stock? Absolutely. That's what we really need. And why in that segment? Because aren't we in need of first-time buyer homes? No, we have a lot of small homes in the Netherlands. What we want to establish is throughput, eh, that we have a positive choice for the elderly people eh, to leave their large home eh, and to go to inner-city apartments, um, leave their Next homes. Next to amenities. So that, exactly, yeah. And what is uh, what is needed to um, what is the incentive for elderly to move out of their uh, family home into uh, uh, an inner city unit, as you describe? Uh, if the kids uh, have left home, if uh, if you're if you if uh, if you're are a pensionado, um, your life looks really different. Um, it could be a good thing eh, to go to a lively environment, to go to the restaurants, to go to the facilities, to have the cinema nearby. And that's what we really see in our portfolios. If we, um, if we have apartment buildings uh, finished uh, in the inner city, there are a lot of elderly people who really uh, move over to such apartment buildings. And if the need for senior living is a third of the actual ambition, then, uh, yeah, excuse me if I, if, if I say it, but all I seem to read and hear and, and see on the news is, is about mid-level um, mid rent uh, dwellings. That's also important, but I think that we should uh, have much more focus on that 290,000. Because what is the ambition for the mid-level rental dwellings? It's, it's 50,000, only 50,000. Yeah. And so why is all the discussion uh, around that 50,000 and not around the ambition for 290,000 senior homes? Yeah, it's hard to say. I, th I think it's already for a long time a big political topic. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, um, we need uh, the social infrastructure going on in the cities. Uh, uh, what, we say, what we see is that policemen, teachers, uh, they cannot find... Uh, a good home in the city. And that's what we also should invest in. But you could, could also say the homes are already there, but um, we do not have the right owners. Eh? The owners should go to other places. And that is what we can realize um, 
if we have new apartments for elderly people, that people can move on. And so uh, if I hear you correctly, you say, please focus your debates on, on those uh, 290 dwellings and, and stop talking uh, on that uh, 50,000. Well, stop. Uh, <laughs> let's shift focus. Yeah, let's shift focus. Uh, the final question that I ask all of my guests is to uh, tell us a bit more about a dream project. It could be something fictional, but what would you, uh, what would your dream uh, care home look like? I don't have a dream project in mind. What I would like to do and what I would like to create, what I would like to develop, what I would like to invest in is an inner city um, development, an inner city building that's uh, that will give elderly people a really positive choice uh, to move to that building, uh, that it gets, creates a good living environment and it creates space because people are moving out of their apartments, of their larger buildings, and people can move on. So we have throughput in the market. And probably uh, also the people who are now searching uh, for a new home, first-time buyers, first-time tenants. And I have three kids um, that are about to leave ho um, home uh, that they can also find a new home in the city center. For them. For them, yeah. So then I would also benefit from my dream project. Yeah. <laughs> so coming full circle, that's yeah, a true yeah. lifetime project, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Wim Wensing, Chief Investment Officer at Amvest. In this episode, we've learned that senior living is not just a home, but a whole community that is important. And we need lots of additional stock of senior homes in the upcoming decades. This was No Stone Unturned from Savills. Please subscribe to this podcast when you don't want to miss a thing and give us a rating in your favorite podcast app.